Uh, all right, so we'll get started. Yeah, all right. We'll get started with, you know, just introductions. I'll ask you both what this whole pandemic has been like. And then, Steven, you know, because this is the first time you've been on. Usually you're on already, but without sports, really, for the past, like, few months. Really, that's all I'm good for with you anyway. I was about to say, yeah, that's all Steven can talk about, right? It's not that you're, that's the only thing you're good for. It's just the fact that, like, other stuff came up since, and other people... See, that sounds bad. We're not going to get into this, all right? <laughs> Other people adapted when sports ended, and I was able to interview them. Is that where you were about to go? No, I was saying more people were more qualified. It was more of their lane than, like, wow. other stuff. What that means. Oh, see, this is what <laughs> this is what happens when the three of us get together. I say something stupid and have to, like, take my foot That's a question, and you made it difficult. <laughs> Oh, you it's, more, it, it's better, though, because I can see your panic, which is my favorite thing about you. <laughs> Let's get it going. All right, cool. Let me um, let me take a sip. Topo Chico, please sponsor me. Oh, no, the key is you got to get the lime in there. You got to get the lime. Oh, I do see it. I was about to ask you where it was, but I see it now. You got to drink it with a lime. Okay. Here we go. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. Uh, if you can't tell by the sound of my voice, uh, I'm actually kind of nervous. This is episode 82, I think. Yeah, I think Tommy was 81, and it's a first for me, really. This is like the first full episode I've ever done. We're recording this with my guests over Skype, and so we can all see each other. And I've joked in the past that one thing I'm glad that this pod, like my guests could never see my face because there are times where I'm like reading something while they're talking or rolling my eyes or just like bored, like, come on, dude, hurry the fuck up. And All right, let's get this, the, finish your fucking point so I can talk now. Anyway, uh, but... Without, you know, before I get too farther ahead of myself, I'm going to welcome my two guests, two of my best friends on this earth, two people I love very much. First off, Steven Vastola making his return to the pod this year. Sorry for delaying you, for not having you on sooner, but, you know, it's 2020. What you going to do? How you doing tonight, Steven? Doing good, man. And to Steven and my utter delight, we are joined by the, the center of our universes, the queen of earth. The loveliest, lovely lady you can ever meet. Literally where you get your light force from yeah, because I'm yeah. so pale. Yeah. Morgan Alonzo, how are you doing tonight, dear? I'm great, but I actually, because of what you just said, because I've never heard you phrase it that way, besides the fact that you love me, I mean, that's fine. But you saying that you make faces and roll your eyes when people talk. Can we ever have a segment where you just shoot the shit and just talk mad shit about all of us? Because I want to no. know who it is that you roll your eyes at. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you two people that come to mind, uh, okay. and I'll edit, I'll edit, I'll edit out their names. Uh, the first one was <laughs> the first episode that I've had <laughs> on. Uh, he was like, he was talking for like five minutes straight, and I was just like, okay, just... I know the feeling. Hey, look, man. Uh, and the other, the other was actually again. I like people who come on, and as much as I like to talk on this thing, like I like people coming on who just, I'm like, here's the ball, you play, you go, 
it's your show. Take the reins for a second and just unload. I think like those are my favorite guests are the people that on that have on that do most of the talking or as much talking as me, which I know is um, a lot. So, uh, uh, so yeah. But other than that, everybody else is cool. Like, but yeah, I just I don't I don't really I like doing it over the the over phone call. I'm, well, I'm used to it, but I'll get used to this. I think I might keep doing it this way. Uh, going forward if everybody else is comfortable with it so uh but yeah we're here we're here to talk about some things man fucking it's sunday got work tomorrow so let's let's get going uh uh it is 2020 we're still in the middle of this uh pandemic uh it's kind of hard to ignore or avoid or put in the back of your mind it's always there and stuff so uh it's been rough for it's been rough for me uh, i've talked about it on the pod i've talked about it with you both like you know mild depression but i'm coming out of it like things are starting to slowly slowly but surely trickle back to normal so you know it's it's not as bad but enough about me i've talked about it for the past few episodes who would like to go first man i guess morgan you want to go first because you actually had some medical stuff go down during all this the covid the coronavirus the COVID nineteen, the Rona. The I, 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 I did get it too, by the way. At least I assume I got it anyway. Oh, no what? Got back from our trip, but oh, you go, shit. I'll get to that because the the trip is a part of the thing anyway. So you go first. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, no, I just, um, I mean, at the time I worked at a medical clinic, it was inevitable. Whenever, um, not whenever it first kind of started coming around, but more of just in general, because talking to Devin, Devin was in Thailand and. It was, you know, very prominent there. Um, I told Ben, like, if it comes here, I mean, I work for providers that go to the hospital, which is where people would be and doing yeah. surgery on people, um, that it was probably inevitable that I would get it no matter what would happen, like <clears throat> how healthy or clean I was. Um, and I was wearing gloves, cleaning my desk all the time, anything I could do, but I still got it. Um, but I think I got it because I was still recovering from pneumonia in January. Mm. So, but I had it. I was out for two weeks. Um, and then went back and then everybody started to get it at it like in March. So what was it like if you'd care to share? Like what was like there's been a, a a multitude of various symptoms and people's reactions to having it. What were what were some things that stood out for you? What were some things you experienced? <laughs> I mean TMI, but <laughs> <laughs> hey man, is, there's no there's no not TMI setting with you, Morgan. So very <laughs> um, <laughs> simply, what 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 were your symptoms? My symptoms, shitting uncontrollably, <laughs> was one. <laughs> so, and that was before they, like, said that, like, that was a possibility. So then I was like, oh, my God, am I just, like, dying on top of having corona? Like, what is going on? So that happened. I didn't throw up or anything. I wasn't nauseous. But I was just extremely tired. Um, and before, I had to wait forever to get my test back. I had to wait it was 11 days after doing the whole like sticking oh, yeah. a, needle about that, thing, yeah. not a needle. Oh my God. A thing up your brain basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a I swab? remember trying to, is it a swab or like a Q-tip, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. It's a swab. They get real friendly with your nose. Um, <laughs> but I went to go get something out of the fridge and I like almost couldn't make it. I was so dizzy and tired. And I remember I sent a message to my doctor being like, Hey, do antibiotics make you dizzy? And he said, um, no, but uh, Corona does. Corona does some crazy shit, and you probably have it. And uh, sure enough, I tested positive. So. And that was oh. in January. That was in March. January, yeah. I had pneumonia. March, I had I had the Rona. 
And then I remember you telling me that like you had to like self quarantine for two weeks while Ben was taking care of Amy, Amy by himself for like two weeks. That's so yeah. They stayed at his parents' house for a little bit, and then they well they stayed at a hotel first. My mom like got them a hotel room for a couple yeah. days, and Emmy loved it. I mean, she still talks about it. Ben, on the other hand, is like Jesus Christ, please get better. But um, when I went back to work, it was like wearing the scarlet letter on myself because people were like, oh, my God, she had the sickness and they were all freaked out, Um, even though they all were like licking their hands, basically, and like touching surfaces. And I'm like, "Okay," but um, yeah, that was my experience. (laughs) Sounds rough, man. Do you have any, you know, like so other than that, how is how's been your how is your experience been through all of this like i mean i know that you you have like school going on right now as well online but anything else you'd like to share about like what the past five almost six months have been like i think it was more annoying being in the medical field (laughs) and listening to people who i guess let me backtrack you can work at a medical field and still be fucking stupid okay you can work somewhere Right. Okay. Right. So you can work somewhere and you would think that you wouldn't have to tell someone, here's an example. Whenever someone gives a shot to someone, you put the needle in the sharps container. You don't just throw it in the trash, right? No, these people throw it in the trash like idiots. (laughs) So that was them with the coronavirus. Like they would all freak out. They wouldn't want to be by people who had it and who were cleared to come back to work, but yet would not wear a mask around other people, would wipe their nose with their hands, would, you know, a whole bunch of things and then didn't believe in the mask. So just that I'm happy I'm away from. I mean, I know that that's still out in the general public, but that enough made me just literally want to punch people. <laughs> well, that that sounds uh, very uh, intense, but also relatable. Uh, Steven, what would you, you, you got a lot going on as well. Uh, but I didn't know you thought you caught it, man. You didn't mention that. What, uh, what's going I, on there? I'm still thinking we, we didn't, we didn't go get tested, but when we got back from the trip, um, Lindsay and Raymond went to go get tested and both of them tested positive. So I know if they got it, we definitely got it. So where was this trip? Where did you head out? Uh, we went to, we went to go visit Northern California. We went to San Jose for a day, San Fran for day and a half and then we spent the rest of the trip out in napa which was ironically the most open of the the three places um but uh that trip almost got canceled right yeah i mean it got it got canceled and re-upped and canceled and almost and re-upped and almost canceled again so many times because of you know things that were either open or not open and whatnot so i mean it was it was a lot of fun i'm really glad we went but i mean if i had to do it all over again i probably would i probably would have said hey let's let's push it back just, yeah, man, and you were supposed to come visit me in Austin, and that trip got canceled. Yeah, well, we we tried to take advantage of that, thinking that maybe this might be over with after a couple weeks, and it, it, <laughs> so now I'm just now I'm just stuck with some Southwest credits that I can't use until we can travel again. Whenever, yeah. So, Did you have or, symptoms that you remember or anything uh, like that? I, I had I had two. I started to feel some mild symptoms, mainly like. Um, I felt really congested, mm. really, really bad. The the mm. probably the second or third day we were there, and I just thought maybe you know, hey, I'm at a new place. We went to a national like forest and a park, and I was like, oh, this is just my sign. This is going up. But once we got back that Wednesday, I went to bed. Probably woke up around like twelve, one o'clock in the morning, or maybe that's when I went to bed. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I just felt like really achy. My body was like really bad. Like I couldn't keep my legs straight. 
without like having a bunch of pain all around. And so that was a good like 24 to 36 hours worth of just Oof. like I couldn't get comfortable. Yeah, but, once, but once that was gone, I mean, that was that was kind of it for me. And like I said, I, di I didn't get tested. There was no point for me or Rachel to get tested because we didn't go anywhere for two weeks after. Yeah. We both worked from home. So we didn't do that. But Lindsay and Raymond, Raymond works at a refinery. And Lindsay was, I think, still going or doing something for school or something somewhere. So she still had to go back and forth places. So they, they went to go get tested just to make sure. And they, of course, were both positive. Yeah. So I Did Rachel have symptoms? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think kind of the same things, maybe to a, a lesser extent. I don't, I don't think she was in as much pain with body aches as I was. But at the same time, there's no we don't really know where we could have gotten it from. Um, my parents happen to have it. Uh, this oh, same shit. Time. Yeah. But my mom got tested that Saturday. We left on a Friday. My mom got tested that Saturday and she had it. But she didn't. She was asymptomatic up until when she went to go to get it she just woke up saturday morning i think and just started feeling bad um she was the one that brought us to the airport so could have gotten it could have gotten it from her i don't i don't know you know yikes so but we we assume that we we think based off of the timeline we probably got it on the plane to california and yeah. i I could see why. I mean, if, if anybody half sneezes or like half coughs, like half coughs in a plane, because everybody's got those jets that are above, you know, those little like little air conditioned fans. You you half sneeze, every every fan down the, the aisle is blowing, so it's circulating. Yeah, that's that's where we think we probably got it. Jesus, that's rough, man. I luckily, I I've never had the flu, so I don't know what the flu feels like, but I know what the symptoms are and reading what the common symptoms were for this, I don't think I ever had it. Unless I was asymptomatic, I don't know. But uh, I have a compromised immune system. So, like, I mentioned this on the pod last week with – or last episode with Tommy. I think I told you about this, Morgan. I tried to apply – I wanted to get a side gig. Like, I wanted to get a – you know, because I've had reduced hours because I work in the travel industry. And, <laughs> oh, boy, we're not probably going to recover for another couple of years after this shit. But, Jesus. I mean, that's a conversation for another day. But so I was going to get a side gig uh, with, to get some supplemental income to make up some of that lost money that uh, – and I you know, very, very wisely – I told my mom about it, and she very wisely recommended, hey, you should probably talk to your doctor before you do that, like your you know, gastroenterologist because of my condition and the fact that the medication I take for it is you know, compromising my immunity. And he was like, yeah, that's probably not the best thing to do right now. So I was like really bummed out about it. I had a really rough week. A couple weeks ago because i was very upset about it but you know it is what it is it's not necessarily that i'm destitute and i'm like missing bills it's just the fact that it's like hey a lot of that disposable income that i had like it's pretty much non-existent now so i'm yeah. just like so i'm like it would be nice you know and if i really liked the gig even if like after all this you know had stopped and i went back to full time and all that stuff yeah, maybe this I could have this on the weekends or something like that. Is like just as a side gig. Like I remember when we all worked at the store together, there were people who worked in the mornings on the weekends just to do it, just yeah, to I, do it as a I, as a Tuesday side gig or something. Tuesday and Saturday when I worked for a long time there. But then um, I was about to say something and it has slipped my mind. Oh, that's what I want to ask you, Stephen. You know, mentioning Rachel, you got a big. You know, the wedding is still. Uh, coming next year, you know, knock on wood. I don't have any wood on me right now, but is there anything, any concerns or anything like that or anything you'd like to just share with like, like 
I mean, it's still coming in April, right? Are y'all, has there been any hesitation or worry that it might change that date? Oh yeah. We, and we've, and we've had that discussion, uh, the two of us and with my, my parents who are helping putting it together. Um, we think at this point that if we are limited in any capacity that it's, it's going to get pushed back. Cause at the end of the day, if we're limited and we can't do something that we wanted to do, or we can't have the, the total number of people that we intended to, then it's us having it was not what we paid for. And we actually have yeah. one of those, uh, I can't remember the term for one of those contract clauses where like an act of God or war or whatever. Oh, force, force majeure, I think. Yeah, that. Um, we have one of those in there. So. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that. Yeah. That luckily, was smart. Luckily, luckily, my dad asked for it to be in there when we set it up. So it's kind of worked out for us if we need to. But we haven't we haven't talked to them about it yet just because it's still eight months out. We need to, we yeah. need to actually get in touch with them just to make sure that like if we want to, can we move it back? Like, what are some other dates that maybe they might have open and whatnot? But as of, as of right now, it's it's still it's still set for the seventeenth. But I don't I don't know if it's gonna stay that way. Yeah, I only mentioned that because I had a wedding scheduled for this year, August, like this month, uh, with my buddy Joe, who lives in uh, D.C., and they were gonna have the wedding in Chicago, and I was gonna be in Chicago this month and that got canceled so and he had to push his back for to june of next year so hopefully we get to go to that man i know he was really upset about that but you know he seems like they seem like they're good spirits about it um but yeah man this has been a bummer of a year it's been a rough year you know uh, i think it's the hardest year i think i've ever experienced uh and i've had multiple surgeries and i have a chronic condition that you know really took its toll on me at certain points in my life but uh yeah man this is this is not fun and i gotta tell you man it's we still have a national election to get through, and I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, god damn it. This year is going to be, oh, uh, it's not even over yet. Um, and two hurricanes. And two, oh, yeah. Speaking of, we could talk about that for a second before we get to the main topic. Uh, how are y'all preparing? Do you think, I mean, Stephen, you live in, you live back home on the West Bank. Are y'all worried, or is it just going to be like a lot of rain and possible flooding? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. I mean, as long as they don't get any sh- stronger, which I mean, I guess they could be, it seems like it's been changing every hour with the projections and where mm-hmm. it's going, whatnot. But, um, I, I think as long as it doesn't get any stronger, I think we'll be okay. I mean, you'll have your, your typical New Orleans flooding and there'll you know be some wind damage here or there, but I, I don't, I don't think it's anything that I'm, I'm overly concerned with. And yeah. I mean, to that, to that extent, I mean, uh, I got a text from my boss today saying like you know hey office will be open not that not that i'm going in because we don't we work from home anyway but yeah um you know it's going to be almost almost business as usual tomorrow so i'm not too concerned about it um i do feel i do think the 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 biggest issue would just be the the places that typically flood uh Mm -hmm. are not used to having a second hurricane within three days of the first one yeah i think that's where all the, the major problems and issues are, are probably going to be. That's a good yeah, point. My folks already evacuated. They went to go. Uh, they took my mom and Will and my grandmother because my grandmother's been living with my mom and Will since her her uh, assisted living facility kind of cl- shut down for a little bit, but it reopened. But they're not comfortable sending her back. But um, yeah, they went to Arkansas. My uncle just bought a house over there, and. I got to tell you, man, they sent me pictures of like his backyard, which is like right by a lake or a stream or river, whichever one of the bodies of water. Who knows? <laughs> words, words escape me right now. But uh, they sent me photos and I'm like, damn, are y'all evacuating or are y'all on vacation? Goddamn. 
But uh, but yeah, Morgan, y'all worried about Baton Rouge? Like, it's probably just going to be rain by the time it gets to y'all, huh? Um, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I- I'm just more nervous about this week is my uh, test for oh, the fuck. school that I'm in. Oh, so no. that's what I'm nervous about. And kind oh. of the only thing they've put out there is like, hey, if you lose electricity and power, have a backup place to go. And I'm oh, like, but what if every place doesn't have power? And they're like don't know so that's all i'm really worried oh, about man. but that's shit yeah <laughs> oh my gosh 2020 man i feel like uh we'll be telling emmy's children about this year morgan like we'll be like they'll be learning about it on youtube or in classes or whatever the fuck and they'll be like weren't y'all alive for that be like oh yes we were and it was not fun and uh yeah but yeah we, uh, we came here to talk about something that is not 2020 related. It's been a struggle. I'll just be honest with y'all. It's been a struggle. Like I was very hesitant about starting up the pod a couple months ago because I was really like, I didn't know what to talk about. It's like, usually I try and keep a current events and there seems to be only one thing to talk about these days. And I'm like, that's fucking depressing. So I don't really want to talk about that, but kind of found ways to have conversations and stuff like with Tommy, with my brother, with Justin and my, and my buddy Dalvin, who you met when you came to Austin. Uh, he's adorable i like him a lot yeah it was a fun time that was i was so happy to see y'all and then like six weeks later the world went to hell uh so you know it is what it is but we came here to talk about something morgan and i talked about having this pod like last year like when did we talk i remember we talked about talking about random yeah i mean we have random ass conversations that start out as 15 minute conversations and then (laughs) we're on the phone for like an hour and a half four hours Four hours later. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to talk to Morgan about this, and we decided to include Steven because, like, little backstory on us, man. Like, summer 2013, like, I had just graduated college. I would moved back to Baton Rouge. Morgan, you were living there. We were all working at the store that shall not be named. Uh, Blueberries. At the time. Which one? Blueberries. Uh, <laughs> they make you big and strong. Uh, but, uh, so... That 2013, like, we were all, I mean, I was single, definitely. I think, Steven, you were coming off of a relationship, and Morgan, you had not started dating Ben yet, and you were uh, playing the field, I think is the uh, PC word for it. But uh, Wow. <laughs> WAP. I was WAP, okay? <laughs> you were WAP before it was WAP. But uh, <laughs> we we spent a lot of time together that summer. We We kind of formed a little trio, man. We spent, like like every weekend together hanging out and uh it was that was such a fun time and I, I do miss those times i mean they they had their place you know we've all you know gotten to different things and i've moved away and steven you moved back home so you know it's not that it's not it's been a while since the three of us were actually together so i wanted to have us all on to kind of capture the good old times and kind of shoot the shit like we used to <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> I, I promise myself i wasn't gonna do this <laughs> You know, it's just I love you both so much. And uh, excuse me, sorry, sorry. I'm so happy we get to see this in person. <laughs> I'll take. I think since there's not a lot of uh, movies coming out, I think that this technically qualifies. I think I'm. I could be nominated for an Oscar for that performance. Uh, Sally Field. <laughs> uh, anyway, we came to talk about something pretty particular, uh, and we're going to try and do this as respectful and as delicate and just as non-dickish possible non-dickish because like 
like we don't like body shaming is a real thing and the more we are exposed to like how some things can be very harmful like you're like oh, i don't want to be that kind of dick and like kind of talk down about people we're not saying anything about anybody's appearance we're not saying like specifically specifically we're just talking about our own subjective preferences and experiences so we're just going to be as respectful as possible and you know we're just going to have fun and if you have a problem with it uh please email morgan or steven don't bother me because i don't care i'll sit i'll I'll include y'all's emails in the show notes and the email is get the fuck over yourself at gmail.com no man (laughs) hey we just gotta be pc bro we gotta be pc we gotta be pc bro i do have one question before we start though do y'all both have neck beards i can't tell i I know i do because i haven't i haven't shaved in a good while I it kind of doesn't look like it. It just looks full on your face. Ah, yeah, you do got a neck beard. Uh, I shaved a few weeks ago, and I haven't shaved since. So, uh, yeah, I just don't see the point. And, you know, I, I'd stopped shaving for a while because I was like, I'll shave when this is all over. And then I realized, like, oh, yeah, this ain't, this ain't going to be over for a while. So I might as well, because it was getting kind of ratty. And, uh yeah. And both of y'all are very aware that I have terrible facial hair, so I got to see it in all of its glory. It was uh, amazing. The holidays, yeah. When I was when I was in town for Fourth of July, I mean, I got to see you, Stephen, too, and you didn't really say anything bad about it. But uh, yeah, it was it was something. I dish you enough for it. I didn't need to do it while you're here. <laughs> yeah, it was solid jerk off material for him for a good oh three my weeks. God, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're already we're already getting into it. Okay, so. The topic we are going to discuss tonight is, I don't know if we're going to talk about necessarily the science, but like just physical attraction. Like what do we individually feel is, or what what do we, what do we categorize as physically attractive about the, uh, since we're all, you know, straight, um, heterosexual, you know, trying to get away from straight because that, you know, that implies everyone else is crooked. Which is a whole bag of worms that we're not going to get into, but like a can of worms we're not going to get into. But we are both heterosexual, so what do we find attractive about the opposite sex? And yeah, we're just going to talk about it. We're going to have fun doing it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so let's get started. Are y'all ready to do this? No. Though I do have to say, did you just did you just call me like straight? Oh shit! God damn it! Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forget. I forget. Yes. Why? Because I'm in a heterosexual passing relationship, John? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, here I go. I guess I've been canceled. I didn't even make it. Didn't even make it through the first hour. It just already canceled. I'm sorry. I did not. It doesn't you. matter. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I know. Yes, Morgan, you are bisexual. I know. Or, yes. I hope that's probably. Please, Morgan, how, are, how do you classify yourself if you feel like sharing? Um, pansexual. Pansexual. Okay. See. I, I'm heterosexual. I'm sorry. I I I, I just I, I assumed and that was uh, that was rude on my part. I apologize. Uh, just fucking with you, Stephen. What do you uh, what do you classify as? Is are you heterosexual? Uh, yes. You may as well you may as well call me a simp. Like I'm I'm pretty pretty like by the book of a typical trying to find PC words here. Um, <laughs> Can't think of a PC word for it. Sticking uh, that Mack truck in this little garage or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes natural, natural vaginas. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, uh, 
we're uh, we're having fun. We don't mean any disrespect if anybody's listening. So if you have any, just we're we're just shooting the shit here. All right, we're just having fun. So uh, yeah, so let's get started. I, I sent you guys the notes that I took, and I, I I sent the video to Morgan and you, Stephen, that I watched that I also really really enjoyed. And I just wanted to talk about some before we get into the real nitty gritty. Just get into some general app generalities that we can kind of talk about that have been established through uh, science and the academic field about like some things that generally seem to be across the board. And so, yeah, let me let me go through it. And I'll, I'll include all the sources that I am that I used in the show notes in the description. So, yeah, we're going to do this. OK, we're uh, we're going for it. OK, so there seems to be the general consensus is that there are physical attributes that men and women find appealing usually it's what they find attractive seems to be necessarily related to health and fitness as well as uh not just like not only just like do you look fit or do you look uh healthy but also would you be able to childbearing and child rearing and and uh reproduction seem to be the main things that i that i got from all of this uh yeah so just reading from this article from psychology today it seems to be that men are attracted to human males have to detect fertility from physical cues that happen to correlate with it since female fertility peaks in the mid-20s and declines to zero around age 50 yikes the theory goes cues cues correlated with youth and health have evolved into a universal standard of female attractiveness a slew of studies show that men do tend to be drawn to women displaying markers of youth and health. Bright eyes, clear skin, full lips, symmetrical features, a sprightly gait. That's a, that's a word you don't hear often, a sprightly gait. And a waist in the comparison to the hips. You can see the evolutionary history of female faces and bodies at the drugstore. Every product is designed to make women look as if they are in the fertile stage of life. You see hair coloring, products to make the eyes stand out, and lipstick for the more vivid and luscious, luscious lips. Say that five times fast. The ones on your face, though. <laughs> oh my God, Morgan. Just wanted to clarify. I mean, do they have lipstick for those lips? Like, that seems kind of... They repeat. make Merkins, okay? Oh my gosh. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, and see, let's talk about what some what women are in generally attracted to. I pulled this pretty much from the same article. Women are drawn to physical characteristics indicating good health and a likely ability to provide and protect. And I, I watched that video from Knowing Better. It seemed to echo a lot of that. Morgan, you can back me up on that. In the video, didn't he say it kind of it kind of depends on their like where they are in their cycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, Morgan, what, would you care to elaborate from what you recall from the video, what the guy in the video was saying? Yeah, so he was saying more in the ovulation period. Um, mm -hmm. You're you're more, um, if I remember correctly, Stephen, correct me if I'm wrong. Looking for these yeah, guns. yeah, you looking for that gun show? You looking for their <laughs> shoulders? You looking for that hand? Specifically, what that ring finger? They said they want that ring finger to be long. Which let me yeah, tell you, that, I'm going to start looking. Look at that. That that gets me going. That ring finger. I've never looked at someone's ring finger, by the way, but I am now. And then whenever you're either, I guess, at the end of the cycle or not, whatever the follicle phase, whatever bullshit biology is, then you're looking for more of the men that I no normally go for. Hey, we're going to get into that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not jump ahead, all right? Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, I found that video very interesting, and I had watched it before, like I said, and 
watching it again earlier today, I was like, holy shit, this is exactly – this might have been the inspiration that got me into thinking, oh, man, I would love to do a pod episode on that. Uh, it's a great video. Yeah, the menstrual cycle thing, that really jumped out at me. I was like what, – what I found interesting about that was the fact that he says like you know, women during their ovulation period when they're ovulating, like they might be attracted to these – uh these like very physically attractive guys but when it comes to outside of that time frame they tend to they tend to rely on like more what you can provide for the family not necessarily if, we, if you can breed right now but like fucking whether you could provide for me as like a, a partner and then like i love how he was talking about like you know that's generally like the, i think the, the interesting thing when he said like studies have shown that women if you show them their income and their job description, they're like twenty three percent more. They find you twenty three percent more attractive. Like, oh yeah. man, I was like, God damn. Yeah, they, they used it. They used the example of like if you were on like a website or like a dating website or something, and and she saw like a a guy that in, that had his income listed like in his bio, and right. it was it was a real high income, which of course would show that he can provide for a, a family. Um, if he was a five per se, and it would be they would be twenty three percent more likely. Or they would see them with like a twenty three percent increase in in terms of um, not favorability, but like would 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 want them. So yeah. like if they were a five, they became a seven and a seven point three if if they had like a high income or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then I also wanted to bring this up. I think I, I don't know if I shared this with y'all with this link, but I found this also very interesting. Uh, I think I got it from scientificamerican.com. Basically, the MHC portion of the genome. Biologists have linked a particular group of genes called the ma- major histocompatibility complex. Mm. One more time. Major histocompatibility complex. Okay, that sounds better. It's the name the, of a band. Yeah. <laughs> or the MHC group for short to both our body's ability to protect itself against disease and our sense of sexual attraction. They did a study where they, where I guess they let women smell the clothing or the, uh, or something that had the pheromones or the scent of a man. Yes. They said that women tend to prefer the odors of men without similar MHC genes, suggesting not only a link between the MHC group of genes and body odor, but also our preference, preference for MHC genes that are differ that differ from our own, which I think he elaborated in that video was like, we want to find someone that has not necessarily we kind of like the same type of person, but we also like very subtly we like people with different immune systems or their health history because it really does get to this evolutionary biology level where we want people we want to ideally procreate with this person, so we want to have the best offspring, and I just find that all. I don't know about y'all, but I just found it incredibly fascinating how much we, like, we don't actively think about this, or we're not necessarily actively aware of all these markers and subtleties that we that we pick up on that is all tied to just, like, this instinctual drive to procreate. What did y'all think? Did y'all get a lot of that from from what I, what I shared in that video and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean... Uh- I'm more like I, t- I took a biology class. I mean, I took a lot of biology classes in college. And one of the main things that one of my professors stated was biological fitness, which means strictly just procreating. You were considered yeah. more biologically fit the more children that you have successfully. So, I mean, yeah, that that made sense to me. Yeah, Stephen, what did you think about it all? Do you were you aware of these sort of things like 
implicitly or was this kind of very revealing to you? No, it, well, the, the the video and a, most of the things from the video I've I've heard before, but it, it yeah. does get you thinking, especially because it's not something that I've I, that I think I've talked about often with people. Yeah. Is that like when you when you think about which is what in, in general, like what you're attracted to, like you really can't explain why you're why you're why you like the things that you like. So it, it does kind of make me raise an eyebrow on that. But with the MHC stuff, no, I had no I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I uh, I was that I read that and I, I included it in my notes from that article because I found that like holy shit, it's like like you don't, like I don't even know like if you were to like ask those women, I bet they wouldn't even know what was the smell that drew you to them. It was something subconscious. It was something on like a base level that they probably weren't even aware of that they just you know they they rated the person more attractive. And they can't even necessarily explain. They might say like, oh, this dude smelled better. But like what exactly was the smell or something like that? And I think that's with a lot of people. Like I find like when you when you ask someone like, oh, dude, check out. Like I do this all the time. I send it to Justin or I'll send it to Steven. Or so, like I'll, I'll even send it to Morgan sometimes where I'm like, man, this chick is a baddie right here. And I'm just like – and then Rihanna. you stop the – Yeah, definitely Rihanna has been on that. Definitely been on those messages. But mm-hmm. just like – when you look at it, and I, I wondered about this, like just like, like I've thought about it a lot because I am single and uh, I've been single for a long time. Uh, and, you know, especially with the dating apps that I'm on, it's really interesting, like when I notice like a pattern when I'm swiping left or swiping right. And it's just like I've noticed some things that I'm like, what is it about this type of, I don't know, type, I guess? Yeah. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But like, what is it about this pattern of women that I, tend to favor or not favor and i really thought that like yeah like a lot of the symmetry thing do you remember when he was talking about the symmetry thing i was like he was saying like in the video like it's not necessarily about size like guys get labeled to want like big boobs big ass all that stuff like it's more about like symmetry and we like women that are symmetrical and he was pointing out that like the bigger those features are usually you are easier to detect the symmetry and stuff so i was just like i'm i'm I was very like very taken aback by that because it makes sense, and I think I talked to you about this Morgan. Like we had a conversation about this long ago. You had this theory that I like. You could tell I really liked a girl because if her hips were a certain shape, like child rearing hips, like you were like that's someone you're really like because you you latch onto that without even knowing it. I was like, stop it, please, please, no, stop. I don't want kids. Stop, please, stop. Uh, but yeah, uh, I yeah. thought that was really interesting, and I really thought the age thing was like how like women prefer men i mean this makes sense but like women prefer men who are on the older spectrum because that means that they are i guess survival like they better survivors better but they're in the they're in the aging spectrum they have a they have a few grays here or there yeah 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 they were like there's this fine balance between like a little bit of gray is a little bit of seasoning, but like too much gray, it's like, oh, fucking grandpa and balding. Like, I don't, I never was worried about going bald. Like, I don't think I'm going to go bald. Steven, is that something you worry about? Like, about that shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's got yeah. hair. He's got hair for days. My hair is so thick. It's not happening. Yeah, I, I have hair and no one really in my family is going bald. It all bald, comes from your mom. It comes yeah. from your mom's side. I don't think any of the men on my mom's side of the family are going bald, but, uh, but yeah. And the age thing is like, I think I've picked up on that. Like men prefer, like you see a lot of older men, especially on the wealthier end of the spectrum 
be with like you know younger women like fucking i just saw the other day that sean penn got married to a woman that's a year younger than her his daughter like his oldest kind of weird but like you see that a lot like i don't even know if it's necessarily about like even for a guy like me who doesn't want children like yeah like you you tend to go for the younger okay that sounded bad but it's not necessarily what 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 the i get what you're trying to say in in that everything that we're we're about to talk about it's not so much that it's a younger girl it's just that what she's got in her particular age or that age range i guess you could say is just in your subconsciously in your head more appealing and you're more attracted to it than you are with someone who is who's aging and and you know those those favorable aspects of them are becoming less favorable as they get older so it's just there's like this this prime range of yeah like when you're young where you you have what we subconsciously are looking for primal instinct morgan i'd love to hear what what you have to what how you feel about you know as you know pansexually how you felt about the what was described with the men does it relate to you on a level when you look at what you're attracted to in men, but also with women, like, how does that, did you, do you feel any of that when you look at women like that? Or how, how, how do you feel in all this? Honestly, I mean, as you know, (laughs) so Ben and I've been together for seven years. Um, Ben is actually quote unquote, not my type, Yes, but um, he checks off all the criteria of being like big shoulders, meaty man, big hands, lumberjack, style yeah um but i normally go for the lanky pale cargo shorts possibly a murderer (laughs) type men but no as far as women go um it's weird um i usually go for i mean it's called god i hope hopefully this isn't horrible to say it's called lipstick lesbians but people Uh, (laughs) that are more effeminate are like super girly (laughs) i tend to go for that but then there are times that like i I don't know. Pan, pansexuality is more along the lines of like, you're not really concerned about what's in someone's pants. It's more about like you get each other and you like each other. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. But I mean, if I like a girl or a man, then sweet bonus. Yeah, man. I got to admit when they, when shoulders start coming into it, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, cause I, I hunch and I'm kind of like this a lot. I'm just like, yeah, man, it, it kind of made some of this stuff has made me a little like self-conscious. I'm like, oh man, geez. Ugh. I, I really like specifically No, like when he was talking about like beards, like he when he was talking about like men grow out beards because it accentuates their chin and it makes it seem more like pronounced and stuff like that. I was like, hmm, I guess yeah. Well. Though I do have one question for y'all. Do y'all actually care about the parting of y'all's hair? Because I knew that that was kind of like a girl thing. Like we just kind of instinctively like play with our hair when we're interested in someone or interested in a conversation or it's a fidgeting thing. But yeah. do y'all actually like think about the way you part your hair? I did notice that when he said that you like right-handed people part their hair to the left. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I do do that. But I wear hats a lot now. But uh <laughs> Yeah. Steven's trying to figure it out. <laughs> I do. I checked. I was like, oh, I do. I do part it to the, to, well, no, right-handed people part it. No, I part it to the right. Yeah, because I, well, when, when I go, mine always goes that direction. So I got some Wait, that. that guy said that means you're a bad guy. You're the villain in the story. 
I mean, I usually no, am anyway. I think, so. No, what I think he's saying, I think, what I think he's saying is this part is on your left. If you part it right here and go that way, that means you're oh, bad. Where? But if okay. you, but the part is right here. So you go that way. It's going right, but it's parted at the left side of your face. Okay. I, that's what at least what I got out of it. Because I because okay, I'm well, right handed. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, then in that case, I would be the good guy again. You'd be the good guy. All right, cool. I, yeah, I also find it incredibly interesting how we go about accentuating that stuff. Like I I hate wearing suit jackets because I don't like that padding. I don't like suit jackets with a lot of padding on my shoulders and stuff. Y'all have uh, padding in y'all's jackets? It's not a lot. Some suits have a lot. Some suits don't have it. It's kind of changes with fashion trends. But, uh, but um, yeah, how do you feel about suits, Steven? Do you hate – do you like big, broad – I mean, you already got broad shoulders. Uh, yeah, especially I mean, like, since you – yeah. I don't need padding, but, um, no, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think – I don't think I've ever owned a suit that's, that's had a lot of padding, but I don't yeah. know. Really, I don't really remember. I'd have to, I'd have to go, I'd have to go look. I didn't think about it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, I, I, it just, I don't, I don't like it. I just, especially like, I like looser clothing. I like all this stuff, but uh, I, I really, I mean, I don't even like getting dressed up really like that, unless it's New Year's Eve. But, um, but uh, I thought it was very. What I also found incredibly interesting, and I think I've mentioned this to you, Morgan, off the pod. Like, I was always very concerned about how I feel like media has shaped my what i find attractive like i always thought i was conditioned and led to believe a certain thing like this is the ideal woman this is what an ideal woman looks like because you see that a lot especially on social media and in just general media you know advertising the films we watch a lot of film a lot of women fit a certain type uh but it turns out according to this video and the science that he presents like yeah uh it's not necessarily i thought he, he, he said it pretty concisely that it, it's in general it is that media does not shape what we like that stuff doesn't shape it reflects and it heightens and it, it, it doesn't necessarily make you want that it's it the fact that media and advertising know that you already like this that we already like these things so they need to accentuate and necessarily heighten it up to grab our eye and to make it a, even more appealing to an extent how did y'all feel about that do y'all feel like yeah it's all internal it's all instinctual and or do you feel like the media does play a role in shaping it how do y'all feel about it uh morgan you can go first i guess i do feel like media does do things for it because i mean uh, I mean, yeah, you're born with this primitive instinct. You're you're going to like what you like by your gut feeling. But you can't also tell me that seeing on social media 80% of your posts where a girl has her leg bent a certain way to make her boobs or her butt stick out or boob yeah. tape to make Did her tits more perky. Did you see like, that? I saw this picture floating around online where it was like – and I'm sure other women have done this. But I saw one person posted like, like uh, this pose where they made them look like they – this weird pose that women do to make their bodies look a certain way. And then she did a side-by-side photo where it was like, she was just standing normal and she was like, normal. This is the same body. Yeah. Angle it's, I was like, Holy shit, dude. Angles and Photoshop lighting. Yeah. Um, and, and also don't want to, I don't want to come off by saying that also you're not pretty if you do that or yeah. you're pretty if you don't meet that criteria. I mean, it's, it's whatever, but um, I just don't think you can't say that media doesn't have a hand in that for sure because it, it's just conditioning your brain to 
look for that stuff i think first i think if it came down to maybe just you in a room by yourself and maybe women were standing there you probably would go back to what yourself is telling you to go for but i think you know maybe if you're in a room with a whole bunch of guys and you had to say something really quick you probably would go with the girl that's ass is sticking out and their boobies are up see how do you feel man what do you think about the media's role in shaping it i think i think i tend to agree with with morgan on it um i would use i would use the term the word steroid for it i think the media kind of acts as a steroid for Uh, okay amplifies yeah yeah it kind of amplifies it so i mean like she said you're always going to like what you like but i do think that there are some people that you know if they constantly hear over and over and over again that like you know this is this is what you're supposed to like this is what you're supposed to do they a lot some people will just accept that and even though they they don't really like it we'll just try it and, and go for it and that's what you've seen a lot with a lot of people that are quote unquote coming out of the closet late yeah um, you know it's just something that like they you know they were told this wasn't this wasn't a thing that was okay or that they could do and um you know they just they just roll with what the media and society kind of pushes as being the you know okay thing to do yeah so that's that's kind of where i, I fall on that i i i, I again i don't like the I don't want to sound like like I feel like the media is like pointing me like like that. And I'm like, I, but I do think that I do. I think I, I was worried about it because I thought it was. I think it was. I think I fixated on it. I and I tend to blame the media or outside external forces on shaping me because it was something I could control and be like, oh, that's 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 just noise that has clouded my vision. It might actually be that my vision is askew because like I, I do worry about these things because I've. Because I've I, the later on in life, uh, I've realized that I've missed out on some great opportunities with some great girls because I was I felt I was a little too shallow or like oh focusing too much on the looks necessarily like oh if she didn't check all the boxes then uh, she wasn't worth my time and I got to hand it to Morgan especially when we lived together like you you definitely you called me out on a lot of that bullshit and I feel like you uh, definitely you definitely helped me in that department how do y'all feel about like how do you feel about your peers, like your friends or your family shaping? Like this is what this is what do you feel like they play a role as significant as the media? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, especially I mean, but not even talking about sexuality alone, but I mean, even as far as like what you as a person are supposed to look like, like, I mean, yeah. my family probably wouldn't want me saying it, but I definitely have gone through huge like weight fluctuations based off of like medication I've been on having a kid I stress eat like a motherfucker hence yeah. me having this quart of ice cream next to me <laughs> like um it's just what I do um yeah. but I've been I've been 120 something pounds I've been 260 pounds I've been everywhere in between big boobs small boobs whatever and I do think your family has something to do with that because you you look at yourself and then the next thing you do, you look at your partner. They definitely judge your partners too, whether they want to admit it or not. Yeah. Steven, how do you feel? Do you feel that you feel like your friends or your boys or just your family have shaped kind of what you view as attractive at all? Or do you feel like you're pretty independent of all that? Um, I, I'd like to say I'm, I'm independent from it, but at the same time, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't really know what subconsciously I may or may like habits I guess you could say habits. I may or may not have picked up from them along the way, you know, for something that like things that like maybe I'd have to question, like, do I really like this? Do I do I really like that? But um, for the most part, I I, I think I know what I like and I don't I don't think my 
parents have really made a, a, a difference in that, mm-hmm. or at least not, um, or at least not like upfront about it. Maybe, yeah. maybe they were like kind of, uh, I can't think of the word, maybe like a, like subtly mm-hmm. like pushing me one way or the other, but I don't, I don't think they've made any kind of like major impact on it. And I, the same with, same with, with the friends. Uh, so. I, I just was curious since you like, you did go to an all boys school, especially during your high school years. Like, like if you feel like there was a kind of a, a peer pressure, I guess, to like this is what everybody else finds attractive, so that must also be attractive. If you feel like that's ever played a role in your life, no, I, mm. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree to that. I've always, I've always personally, I think I've always felt I've been kind of, kind of special with the, with who I think is attractive and who who hasn't. For me, it's always been some kind of like odd or unique. Mm. Uh, look or a, like a like a an, like a, an asset or i don't say asset yeah right word but just just something about them that just sticks out to me um mm-hmm. is being like well that i don't think a lot of other people see and that's why yeah. i don't think a lot of people, other people understand it so i think i think i'm pretty unique in that department um, that's a cool way to describe that that is a great way i did want to mention on the flip side though that you know i I think Steve and I had this. Con- I think you and I had this conversation a long time ago, Stephen, and it really helped me. I don't know if I've, I've ever emphasized how much it did help me, but as by the same token that I feel like I missed out on some opportunities with some great girls because I was I felt like I was a little too shallow or too superficial. I think talking to you one time, I remember this conversation. We you were like, I, I came to you. I was like, man, sometimes I think like it's so arbitrary, and I think that. I, I put all these rules and like if a girl doesn't fit this exact thread the needle like then I I, I overlook her or I dismiss her or anything like that and I was like man I just I just worry that like I focus too much on it and he's like well it is important like I think that's something a point I want to make is like we all are attracted well I guess most people I don't want to speak for everybody but most people are attracted to something like they are there is something that they find attractive and you don't necessarily want to that be your only necessarily determining factor of whether you would want to pursue a relationship with this person or necessarily even the short term just hook up with them but like it is important like you cannot you can't just be like oh looks don't matter like no the looks do matter personality matters a whole bunch of things go into the pot and i i think that you i mean you both have had positive influences on me as far as this, you know, sexual attraction department and just all these things that I I view because I think that while Morgan, you've shown me that, hey, fucking, they don't all need to be Instagram models, all right, dude, chill out. And Stephen, but you also showed me that, like, you also encouraged me that, like, yes, it is important. So if you feel like you like someone, you you really, if you feel like this is an issue, then it is an issue. Like, don't necessarily say like, oh, y- you know, don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I'm rambling. I think I've made my point. I, I keep I rambling. I don't remember what I, exactly what I told you, but it, I, if, if I remember correctly, I think it, I think we landed somewhere along the lines of John, you're, you're kind of looking for the, the perfect woman. And there, are, and while they're while everything that you think you're attracted to or not attracted to and all your wants and needs are important, there are some things that maybe shouldn't be as important as some others. And that's just kind of where you don't necessarily have to settle, but there are some things that like you kind of have to give and take because you're, you're just not going to find the, the, the perfect woman for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was more along the lines of like, 
I, I think I said like, man, I just wish I didn't care. And you were like, no, that's not necessarily. I'm paraphrasing, but like, you were like, that's not necessarily the way to go either. Like, yeah, I mean, there are some things that are important to you. Like, there are some things that you like. So don't just say like, oh, I wish I didn't like anything. Because like, no, man, you gotta, you gotta make it all work. There's a balance in there that you gotta find, and you know, you just, you can't just throw it off by like getting rid of one whole aspect of attraction. So just keep that in mind when you go forward. Like, yeah, you gotta give and take, but there are some things that you can't get over like so you gotta keep that in mind as well so yeah uh, yeah I, I thought it was i find this incredibly fascinating because like as a man who doesn't want children some of the things that were pointed out to me doing research for this like they're all they're all child related yeah and i and it's oh, it's like all about like procreating and whether the the woman you're attracted to or the person you're attracted to as far as a man just like whether they would bear you good children and multiple children. I was just like, oh man, I, it's funny how I like verbalize like, oh, I don't want children. Oh, I don't want children. But there's like a part of me subconsciously, instinctually that is like, yes, children must pass on my genes, must continue the line. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just... Now I will say though, sorry, more of what you're talking about, like going towards more the physical fitness of someone who's biologically fit in a woman that's come out of you more than whenever I first met you. Cause that conversation you were talking about earlier, it was about how you liked people with very, very small frames and like very small hips. Yeah. Yeah. So generally speaking, based off of the conversation from the YouTube video, child rearing, I guess is more difficult. I'm not saying that it's obsolete because it's not at all, but yeah, so it's just interesting because you definitely, I feel like you've you've kind of changed in that department. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe there's there has been a subcon. Maybe there has been always been a subconscious factor going at it. I don't. I don't know. Like some thick now. <laughs> well, I don't see. I don't know, man. Like, I feel very. I feel. I. I. As you both know, I really don't like talking about a lot of this. Uh, I mean, I'll talk to y'all about it in private because I was like, hey, you guys know me and you know what I'm trying to say. So, like, I'm more comfortable talking to y'all about it because y'all under- y'all, y'all speak John, uh, if, y'all to, uh, if you will. Uh, so I, I think you guys get where I'm coming from. But I feel like a lot of the things I say when it comes to physical attraction is very superficial and very shallow, very, you know, unfair is the thing. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm coming off unfair, but there is, I do have a type. I do have a type. Unfortunately. I get uh, a Rihanna photo like every day and she's got every day. Bullshit. We, 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 it is every day. And also we talked about the WAP music video and Cardi B and <laughs> Megan Stallion both are not petite. Yeah. So those are those are two beautiful women, but like even I know, like I, not only can I not handle them at all, like I, I, I don't want anything to do with them. Like you would pass out. <laughs> so let's let's move on to the territory. Let's personalize this a little bit. Let's talk about we've all known each other for eight years. It's been eighty nine years. No, I mean, yeah, seven, eight, something math. Yeah, like 2012, right? Like you both started at the store that summer, right? No, I was in like August. or September. Morgan was there before me. I think it was like August or September of 2012. Yeah, so I mean. I was there before you because Steven was the new meet and all the girls were like, oh my God, there's like this cute guy. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? Let's talk about, I mean, as, you know, friendly and as respectfully as possible, like 
let's try and describe our types. I feel like we should start with Morgan because she's the easiest. I, that, that's at least how I feel. I think you're the easiest. Because you've already talked about it. What does Steven think is my type then? Because John immediately goes for straight, like... No, I can tell you your type. It is Adam Driver, and it checks the box. Tall, lanky, pale, dark hair. That's your type. Easy. Right I, I probably couldn't give you like that kind of description. I, I'm going to sum it up in one word, uh, or at least, or at least based on back when we were still like all together, the three of us. Your 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 type is trouble. That is your <laughs> trouble. Trouble. That's more personality than than physical trouble? features. Trouble. Yes. Your, your I type. Knew you at least were trouble when you walked trouble. in. Me and Alexis drove around in a Jeep one time, blasting that through LSU's campus. <laughs> Yes. Um, trouble. Okay. Okay. What, yeah. Okay, if you had to describe that using physical features, Stephen, what do you mean by trouble? Do you just mean personality-wise, or do you mean, or situation-wise, or do you mean is there are there physical attributes you would attribute to that? I don't. I don't. I don't think there's any any one like set of particular like she's she's not as she's nowhere near like as shallow as you. Like she doesn't have like a checklist of like you have to. <laughs> No, and, and I don't. I don't mean it. In a no, 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 I get it. I, it's fair. It's a, I mean that's that's a, like a, like fair a scene. Way. Like you, you, you like what you like. Morgan's kind of more open to what she likes, and it, and it's clear based off of of her sexuality. So like, it's hard to it's hard to base, or it's hard to come up with like Morgan's ideal man without just red hair, red truck. Of Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just like let me just sum it up and and just just say it's it's trouble because from what I remember they were they were always like oh god here we go again she's out at like three a.m. doing some crazy <laughs> stupid shit she shouldn't be doing and there's some other things I'm not gonna say on on for the pod oh my gosh she, she she used to get herself in a lot of trouble so but I did win the game that summer and that's all that matters Stephen oh you did gosh. you did win the game. Oh man, I feel like we should have put up a warning. There will be tea spilt uh, coming. Um, Hot piping tea, especially the fact, I mean, just the fact that will even happened in itself is just, I don't even know who that person was that did that, but. I'll I'll bleep that name out, by the way. I don't care. (laughs) No, I care. I don't don't want to put people. Who was, uh, I I know, I know who, I know who, I remember who Alexis's was. Um. Who is Lena's? That's who it was. Okay. Oh. Make sure it's the right name. I thought oh. she was going to do it. I was fully oh. She wanted to do it in his bed. And the only way she got around to kind of doing it is she banged in his bed. So that was as close as she got. I'm going to have to bleep out so many names. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was trying to remember that guy. He wouldn't have to do all this editing, but there's... <laughs> Uh, no, but you. He said, "I remember whenever when Lena said Morgan, he had to." No. Oh my god! Hey, that, somebody hey, text that, Lena. That's that's a that's a real problem. There's 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 a real height differential at times. You might on a camo bed. Can somebody please text Lena to make sure she's cool with talking about this publicly? Can we can we can we give her that you know release? Can we hey, can we get her a release? Well, Lena, I know would be okay with it, but that that's sucky. Miss Lena has not changed. Oh man! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, yeah, so, mine was. 
Alexis's was I can't remember. And then wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, because she. Oh, yeah, because were you there when we came up with that? I can't remember, but I feel like she was like, okay, it's never gonna happen. So I'm gonna pick. And Elena was like, oh, I can make it happen. And I was like, Ian, I cannot. That's not gonna happen. Yours was yours was the most probable by a long shot of all of them. Not really, because who still is a horrible human being. I mean, I didn't think it was possible, but then it was like fucking candy when it happened. So I was taking, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember much about the, the thing. So I'm glad you said that, but I, it, it seemed like one was definitely more probable than the other two. Lena would. I really thought that could have happened just because it was Lena. No. Could you imagine that? I don't know how familiar you are with this rumor, but uh, allegedly I heard that he banged um, somebody. Out. Yeah, and apparently he has a thing for redheads. So maybe if Lena put red in her hair, that would that would have been the trick. Yes. I mean, I, oh. Never mind. I'm not gonna ask. I was about to ask. If I need to ask somebody something, but I'm. Not gonna... <laughs> Wait, what? You know, he caught it. You didn't catch it. I was I... like, I was like, I was, I was gonna ask a question if I should ask. But no, I'm not going to ask the question because I don't want to have to ask it. Think about it. Just think about it. Someone really important in Steven's life if he needs to ask someone a question. May or may not have had red hair. Got it. I got it. Uh, Morgan, getting back on topic, what would you What would you say your type is? If you had to say, like if someone, you know, we're asking, what would you say is your type? Uh, definitely... I just want to feel like somebody could like literally break me in half if they wanted to. <laughs> That's like <laughs> definitely it. <laughs> um, trouble. Trouble. Uh, <laughs> um, I want someone who's intelligent for sure. Physical. Um, and physical. Okay, is it physical to type fast on a keyboard? Is that physical? <laughs> Dexterous is, is, is that is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Someone's dexterous more mental. Okay. Yeah, you could be you could be physically being being dexterous, being able to do stuff nimbly is with your finger. Oh god. <laughs> but typing fast really is a thing for me. Okay. <laughs> um and, and and shuffling cards. I don't know why. That's a thing. Um I would say but, yeah. like you tend to favor nerdier uh kind of more cerebral guys. Yeah, some some more of the not necessarily the the jock. I don't think you necessarily go for the jock. I think you the go guys more that the... typically wear cargo shorts, but probably shouldn't. <laughs> trying to think of what a like what I'm trying to think of a picture in my head. Like, what would a guy look like if he was a guy that was wearing cargo shorts and probably shouldn't? No one should wear cargo shorts. Is the real answer. But Adam <laughs> oh Driver God. really is. <laughs> Adam Driver really is probably he's he's my type. He just yeah. Just yeah, it's Adam Driver. Women wise, I mean, okay. absolutely, you know, it's Rachel McAdams. Oh, I was gonna say Emily Blunt, but yeah, Rachel McAdams too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my type. Okay, uh, Morgan, you can pick. Which one would you like? Who who would you like to do next? Me or Steven? I kind of want to. So. Steven's type used to be he liked long hair. Yeah, that's that's something the dude mentioned in the video. Long, hair was is a big factor. Like that was like, oh yeah, I guess that does. Yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's go. Let's do Steven then. Uh, Morgan, what would you say Steven's type is? Long hair, hand me down robes. Must be a weekly. Sorry. 
What is that? A, what <laughs> Sorry, that Harry Potter quote. No, long hair. See, that's not a physical thing, though. I feel like you do like quick-witted, but that's not a physical thing. Yeah, I don't know. What's yeah? What's your type? First is what? What am, what am I looking for when I'm when I'm looking well, at someone? So that's. Let me let me go. Let me. I, I think it, this was tough. I mean, I know what porn stars he likes. <laughs> that changes daily. Huh? <laughs> that changes daily. Oh man, I'd love to know the the updated ones. But sorry, okay, go ahead, John. I don't even know their name. Conversation. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, so I think if I had to say I, something about the women that I've seen you with are more, uh, cur- uh, I think you you athlete, uh, fit. lean, fit. Yeah, fit is the word. Yeah, I would say fit. Yeah, that's definitely a big thing. Like I thought, I thought I was thinking about some of the women I've seen you with, and I was thinking about like, yeah, that, that, there's some generalities, but actually. Other than that, I had a hard time nailing down like general physical attributes besides fit. Like that was the only thing I was like, yeah. Other than that, do I, you care I, about that though? Like, I feel like he could be with someone who was like curvaceous. I, I could be, I could be, I could be someone with that's curvy. I can be with someone that's not curvy. I can, I can live with huge boobs, little boobs, big butt, little butt. I, I mean, it, it all. It, you just got to click. It, it depends on the person. Like, yeah. That, I was trying to talk about earlier. There, there are certain, there are certain unique things that stick out to me yeah. that other people just don't see, and that's, and that's just what makes them attractive to me. Cool. Yeah, it was when you mentioned that in the conversation about unique things. I was like, yeah, that's. I guess that's another thing. Like, I would say there is something unique about the not to, you know, fucking uh, dehumanize and fucking, you know, kind of objectify women. But the complete package, there is there is something unique about the complete package of the women you're attracted to that have stood out that I was like, yeah, I guess that does make sense. So I guess the fact that you kind of have – not lacking a type, but kind of your type is uh, – Fluid. Fluid, yeah, unique. Like that, I guess that's kind of your type. It's more not necessarily about hard set uh, – check like a checkbox that has to be check, uh, checked off, but like – a list that needs to be checked off, but it, it's like, well, I like this and this and this. It's kind of like a dish. It's like a bunch of ingredients that come out well, to be I think, a I good think meal. Like, here's this list. Does this work? Oh yeah, that would work. Or no, that wouldn't work. Okay. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't have a set checklist, but if you handed me one, I'd be like, hey, would you like this? I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can get behind that, or or no. But um, I, I will say this: like, there for the for the women that I'm that I'm not attracted to, that I just know, like. They all get kind of like bundled up in the one category. Like they all like they're not they're they're forgettable. I guess that's nondescript. Yeah, like they, like if if I saw someone that I was attracted to, I'll remember them three days, but I won't remember the friend next to them who who may be pretty, but I'm not. They don't have that unique feature to me that makes me remember them. To say. Damn, so, I want to be in Steven's head for a day. That's legit. <laughs> It's like Cerebro. You oh, really man. are Professor X. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Let, let's let's get this over with. Uh, feel free to elaborate on what you've already said so far in this conversation. What what would y'all say uh, my type is? But I'll let Morgan go first on that one. <laughs> um, petite. Yeah. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Oh man, I thought y'all had stuff on deck. Like y'all have like a machine gun go. Well, I mean, I'm also trying to be polite and be respectful. Let me let me just say this to kind of not so much defend you, but to give you kind of a break on it. Like we're not we're not like gonna crucify you with this because like it's kind of been hard to say for yeah yeah it's been hard to say. Like when you're talking about like hey, describe the perfect person for somebody or describe their type. Like it's I don't think there are a lot of people that have that. I know I can know of one, just one person off the top of my head who I think I could tell you their type, and that's only because every woman that they've been with has the same general qualities do we know know Uh, this person yes uh i'm gonna i'll say this so i don't have to say names you know that he was a roommate of mine and he wasn't logan got it oh yeah got it yeah yeah Yeah, that makes sense if you notice every every woman he's been with has had the same few things and you're like oh that's that's his type where like i don't i don't think most people generally have that hmm I, I actually, not to get ahead of ourselves here, but I actually think I have a type. I do. I think I do fit in that that, that category. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Love no, I, if y'all want to continue, Morgan, if you had anything else to say before I go. My thing, I guess, was just more along the lines of, like, probably more back in the gap. I would say yeah. it was a lot easier because, I mean, I, the, the two off the top of my head who I won't say names, uh, short T-90 were two friends of mine. Mm-hmm. those were kind of like back to back and they very similar body structures mm-hmm. so uh i i like to think that a lot of things that uh were described in that video about some uh symmetry you know very see i don't it's not that i like only like supermodels or something like that it's not that or mm-hmm. anything like that it's just like it's it's like i, I do believe I, I i definitely agree with you Stephen, that like the whole package kind of is necessarily a thing, but I do think that I fit in the lean, you know, average like five five or like area, or just usually shorter than me. Uh, slim, five petite, inches. lean. Wait, what? About five inches shorter per the video, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yeah, that does. That, that I guess I'm pretty basic. Like it's just like, and that's why I worried that like I felt like the media had shaped me because what I generally like. I, what I generally like is what the standard is, or, or just like the ordinary, the 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 usual, the the cliche, I guess. So I was that's why I was worried. I was like, did I just allow the outside world shape what I like, or there's something in me? Uh, I was really. No, he's, he came back. He came back. Okay, sorry. Cut a little percent? bit. Oh, my bad. Wait, I I cut off or y'all cut off? I think I think you cut off like a smidgen. Oh my bad. Uh, hopefully that came up in the audio. We'll find out. Uh, so yeah, I think that um, you know, uh, lean, petite. Uh, I think I like dark hair more than you do. Yeah, that's I that's I generally I've, the case. I don't think I've ever seen you you drool over a, a like a blonde. And I, I thought for the longest time that hair color, eye color, all that stuff didn't matter to me. But I did notice that a while back ago that there is a a, a trend. Uh, but uh, I got to say, and this is going to sound very cle- very cheesy. I'm just warning you now. This is very cheesy. The most important thing I can definitively say, the most definitive thing to whether I know if I'm going to like a girl or not. I'm not trying to save face here is a smile it all comes down to the smile if a girl the girl could have a body for days she could be a dime but if she's got if she's got a smile that i'm just like 
Oh, no, thank you. I just can't. Oh, I don't know. Like, I really think that, like, especially the last girl that I was really into, and Morgan can back me up on this, uh, I think she had, like, the prettiest smile I think I've ever seen. I could just be like, just seeing her, I was just like, fuck, that's it. She lights up a room, in my opinion. In a dark room, she lights up a dark room uh, with her smile. But, uh, but yeah, that's generally it. You know, just like, you know, proportional, symmetrical, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, definitely smile at the end of the day is, is like, the most important. So. Wait, can I, can I ask? Um, wrecking Ball, Miley Cyrus. Can you explain that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're bringing it all back. We're relitigating it all. I do want to know why Miley, and I'm not saying she's disgusting, but just like that time period that you did vocalize that you liked her, like I was concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Ball, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Look, man, she just, she just fucking, it's also, it really is also about like one, I think that she was, you know, petite, fit, you know, very good looking. Physically, uh, <laughs> the twerking, but also I, I did not like the twerking. But I think that there was a presentation to it and an attitude, a way she carried herself, that also I found very attractive. And I guess that's something else we didn't really talk about. Like it is a presence thing. It's not just like an appearance thing, but it also is a presence thing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it was the way she carried herself. You mean the song where she talks about how literally? this guy took over her life and she's fucking nothing and she's on the ground you were like well, man i love a woman on the ground <laughs> i love a woman with an asexual presence i don't know man i just thought that she was i thought she was very sexy like at the time i think she still can get it like i think she's still very attractive now it's the lip I'm, thing man she does that mouth thing that emily blunt does too dude <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> the emily blunt shot it's the uh, always she's always gonna take a shot at Emily Blunt. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think that does it for the main topic. Did y'all want to do the questions, or it, we're about an hour and a half in? Do you guys want to call it a night, or do you want to do the questions real quick? I'm, I'm I've got whenever uh, it doesn't matter to me. I didn't realize we were already that way, like that far into it. We've been doing it for a while. I mean, it's probably I'll, I'll probably be able to shave off like eh, about five minutes because there was some preamble and there was some setup and there. There's some stuff I gotta cut out because I don't want anybody. Yeah, for Morgan <laughs> dropping names and spilling tea. Uh, but yeah, Morgan, if you're ready to do the questions, we can do the questions. Yeah, I do have one question for y'all. Okay. So, like, one of the things you said was you you typically like the quote unquote normal looking person, or okay. um, yeah, that's a potentially problematic description. But yes, I don't. Uh, that's not even where I'm going, honestly. But more along the lines, like I was always told, and it. it it doesn't agitate me anymore, but I remember it used to, was that I looked unique. That my face was unique. Other people would be defined as, like, hot or pretty, but I was unique. And I'm like, okay, that's a fucking weird way to say that I you don't want to stick your dick in me or whatever. But um, I guess, like, what do you consider normal? Uh, you know, again, I feel like I'm treading on approaching uh problematic territory because i don't want to necessarily i know how much pressure women are under physical like physical appearance wise and i don't want to contribute to that but there's the but um you like he does but not butt stuff necessarily (laughs) (laughs) uh you know normal looking just like 
very plain, I guess. I see. I don't know if plain is the word because like it's not necessarily uh, dull. It's just like a default or a standard or a basicness. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't really know how to put it, but just like if it'll help, if it'll help, I, what he's kind of describing is what I basically called the forgettable women earlier. <laughs> there's nothing really unique about you. Like there's in terms of how you look like there's, I could find like 10 other women that look exactly, that have the exact same like features that you do. Like that's, yeah. I think that's kind of what he goes for. He, he likes all those women that have the same. Yeah. Kind of like the features. girl next door kind of type, like so, the kind of the ordinary type. My question is, is that really what is considered, I guess, normal, or does that fit to your proportions? See, that's the question. Like, I don't know whether it's something like, I like because it's it's right, or it's or it's or it's, it's nor- normal. I hate saying normal, but like, is it? It's just the the basis or like the basic of it. Uh, I don't know if it's the the ordinariness that I like, or it's whether that is inherent to something that appeals to me that 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 just usual the, the the ordinary the usual or if it's just like society's told me like this is something normal to like so do i latch onto it because i like it and it's normal or am i been told my entire life this is normal what this is what you expect this is what you should want then that is what i want i don't know i really he, don't know he he likes what the media likes to portray as being the perfect woman yeah probably like so the then media. my other question is is that if there was a woman who was more curvaceous or dare I say it even more, I don't want to say like unhealthy, but just had some fucking meat to her bones. Yeah. Would you immediately write it off? Even if like y'all clicked on every level personality wise, strictly because you don't think you could handle it kind of a thing. And that comes off really mean, but I don't mean it that way. No, no, no I get where you're coming from. Cause that was the, cause I remember talking to you both about the same chick. Uh, and that's kind of the conversation when I mentioned that you two both influenced <laughs> me in a positive way. There was a girl that we worked with that I clicked on with like every way personality wise. Like, do you remember Morgan? Do you remember her? Uh, mm-hmm. Steven, I don't know if you remember her, but like, like we were, we liked all the same things. Like I trained he her. He didn't work with her. I, I worked with her at the tail end of her shift yeah. and Ben still kind of keeps in touch with her, but I don't think Steven. So, uh, so, so I, I felt really bad because I was like, she was, I mean, you both Morgan, you know what she looks like. Steven, I hope you know what she looks like, uh, who I'm referring to. Up for you. But, uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, she Morgan knows what I'm talking about, but she uh, <laughs> she we clicked like we worked together on her first day. I trained her. We had like all the same interests, and I just couldn't get past. She was on the cur- curvaceous side, the heavier side. Hey. Yes, uh, and I felt really bad about it because like a lot of people told me. Like, I can't believe you can't get over that. I can't believe you can't look past that. And I was like, I really want to, but I just can't. And I felt really bad about it. And I really, really, really felt in, like guilty about it. I realized that. This uh, is her now. Yikes. And I say yikes because like that is that is not my type at all. Well, this is what she looked like when she worked at the store. Let me also go back because she's changed her appearance a lot as far as. Because yeah. she's also, uh, she's bi also. Yeah. Uh, Are you at editing- get- because she she kind of looks like she kind of looks like a Karen. And that <laughs> uh, no, it was more the fact that she had you know she she was filled out in certain areas that I was like didn't really do anything for me, and so I just felt like I, I she doesn't she doesn't do anything for me. And I remember 
Morgan helped me through that to be like, hey, oh, that's not a good one. Um, but then I remember talking to you, Stephen. You were like, hey, if you can't get past this and you really want to, but you can't, then that's probably a sign that you're not meant to be with this person. Still God, really bad. This is so hard. Just have to send it. Just okay. send it to her. Okay. So, yeah, that was the one. To answer your question, Morgan, uh, yes. Even despite all the personality, even if I feel like, wow, this person's really cool, really great personality, uh, I just can't, I can't look past it. And I've tried to get better now. Like that was more like, that was like 2012, 2013. You think now you still couldn't? I think I've gotten better about it, but there are like, I still don't think I could date a woman taller than me. Like that, that's a, that's a no go because like I've, I actually hooked up once with a girl who was taller than me. And it was so awkward that it can it might have it it probably ruined that uh, category of women uh, for me forever because it was just so awkward. Have you, have you ever you never had a feature from a guy or, or a girl that's just that you just like I just I just don't like that deal breaker yeah yeah just that something you never had like a deal breaker with somebody where you just you just it, where it's it's not it's not something that like you know about them per se it's just something. Some like physical feature on him. Maybe, maybe he's four foot ten. Maybe you know, just you've never seen something where you're like, nope, that's it. I can't, I can't get over that because that's that that's kind of what John's thing is. So I have two answers for this. So the first one, this was, and I feel bad about this still to this day. I used to tell, um, you might want to blurt out the name. Uh, I gotta edit out this entire episode, so I'll, (laughs) I have to. I have to edit this. I have to edit this entire episode, so I will be blurring out a lot of names. So is like the nicest person ever. Probably, literally, <laughs> would be an amazing boyfriend. But I told him, and he had a crush on me, and I didn't realize this until literally within the past two years how offensive this was. What I said, I told him I could never date him because I was terrified of his penis because he was black. I remember that. You didn't know he had a crush on you. Like, do you not remember? No. Remember tequila night. Like, do you remember not? No. I don't remember tequila night, John. I'm sorry that I don't remember tequila night. I don't really remember that night either. (laughs) Well, so that was one. My other one was that one guy that I was seeing had a third nip. And as soon as I found found that out, I was done. Okay. Well, okay. Well, then then that is is John's third nipple. Can I tell you all something uh, that recently happened? Uh, so I went on a date with a girl. I think I told you both about this during the, uh, even during this pandemic, like we went to the park, we had a walk. Um, I will say, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I was, I did, I, I, I did, my brother mentioned this and I was like, I did want to make a point about it was I went on a date with a girl recently and, uh, she was European. She was originally from Europe and she didn't shave her, uh, under, or she didn't shave her pits. Her under, her underarms weren't. She had hair in there. Miley Cyrus doesn't either, by the way. Oh, well, 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 he, my brother asked me, he's like, oh man, you didn't like, that didn't turn you off? I was like, normally, yes, that was in, historically, that was a turnoff. Like that was a deal breaker right off the bat. But I was trying to be like, look, man, what, what's going to hurt from continuing this conversation? Like what, it's probably not going to work out anyway. So, but don't necessarily kill the don't necessarily like write her off now because of that one flaw in your mind or that's not even a flaw it's a choice of hers that i just don't necessarily like but is you know it's not a flaw uh but i was like uh, you know what i'm not gonna let that ruin 
my assessment, I guess, or my ruin my uh, interest. Cause I was like, but it turned out the conversation. I don't think either one of us were very vibing much. So that's why the, there was never a follow-up, but I was like, normally fucking five years ago, seven years ago, if I saw a girl with underarm hair, I would have been like, Oh, get away from me. But now I'm like, man, that's not that big a deal. Don't even fucking worry about that, man. Don't even fucking. Cause again, I really feel like I've missed out on some like great opportunities with some cool people because of like, I was like, ew, what are you talking about? But now I'm trying to be more open about that sort of stuff. Yeah, mine's more of a hygiene thing. Um, I don't think I have anything. That or if I immediately feel from the get-go that you could be a manipulative person or somebody who like definitely like feels like they need to control everything. Like if I get that from the get-go from you, nope, nada. So it's not really a, well, a physical yeah. feature. Yeah, so you don't, it doesn't sound like you have a whole lot of physical ones where we're John. Again, and I'm worried about that, especially in my later in my later twenties and my adult life. Like, am I too obsessed with the the superficial? And I'm like, I think I have gotten better about it, but I still still think it is a factor, like in in my uh, search for uh, companionship and you know a dating life. So, um, yeah, so that's that is what it is. You ready to do the questions? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, great talk, guys. Thank you for doing this. I know it's late. Thank you for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. I'm so I was so happy. I never thought that it's not that I never thought the three of us would ever do an episode, but the when I when I when we had the idea to do this, I was like, oh man, it'll kind of sort of be like a time machine back. Sorry, Stephen, to mention time travel, but it'll sort of kind of like be like a time travel back to like that great summer we all had together. So, and I'm very happy, and I feel like we got a little bit of it. Uh, we could have gotten a lot worse. If we if, with it, if this was just a regular conversation, it would have gotten a lot worse. Sexual positions would have come in to the picture. I know, held like, back a lot. I held <laughs> back. There would be too many names for you to edit out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You, I would literally uh, not be in this pod. It would just be you and Stephen. <laughs> oh man, who was that chick in that? That seemed like to be someone else in that conversation. No, there wasn't. Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, okay. So uh, let's start, you know, customarily ladies first. So let's, we, we'll go with Steve, we'll go with uh, Morgan first and then Steven. Okay. So cool. Morgan, when did you get your first cell phone and what kind was it? Um, I was in eighth grade. Okay. Technically, actually, I was in seventh grade and I was on the Washington DC trip with my school. So my mom got me like literally, I mean, what, what are those Nokia phones that you could literally like throw at a train and it probably would still work? Yeah. The brick, yeah. So. I had that um, and I had like maybe like $20 on it. Yeah. And um, if, if she said, if I didn't lose it, I could get a real one. So in eighth grade, I got a flip phone, like a brick of a flip phone. Nice. Uh, before you go, Steven, it's funny. I've asked this question and all of my guests pretty much so far. And it seems like everybody had the brick, like in our peer group, like that seems like everybody had the brick. So Steven, please go ahead. I, I did, I did not have the brick. Um, oh, I- I only had I had a flip phone. I when I was getting a cell phone was right around the time when the uh, the razors. I knew it. Oh. I, I knew he was gonna say it. I, I never had a razor. The razor was the one phone I always wanted but never got. <gasps> got some crappy Samsung like flip phone. Had like one of those little like little hard antennas. Yeah, uh, sticking up in the front of it, and I hated it. Devin had a pink razor. And I was pissed. Oh. If I if I could have <laughs> one of those old razors and just like for like every so often just like put my SIM card in and use it, I would, <laughs> I, I still think they're 
probably some of the coolest phones I've ever seen. Yeah, those are those were game changers. I remember those being a huge fucking deal. It was like those were like it was like those, then sidekicks, then uh fucking Yeah, that was the one that popped out, huh? Yeah, with the little flip, you flipped it up. And I feel no, okay. It was razors, then blackberries, then sidekicks, then iPhones. Those were like the big the hot ones on the street. Uh yeah. Um okay. Uh what is Morgan, what is one reality TV or game show you would do the best on? Oh, hands down, the price is right, but I want Bob Barker there. <laughs> <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. Uh, no, yeah, but, uh, no Drew Carey. Oh, man, why do you got to get Drew Carey? He seems like a good guy. Bob Barker is the reason why that show. Bob Barker is like 98 years old. Give the man a wheelchair and send him on in. I mean, like. <laughs> He wouldn't even know you were there. He, he wouldn't have to help me push the wheel to get a dollar. He's got to like, interact with you. Like, he, he is the host in this situation. Anyway, Stephen, what was what is, uh For me. What's a reality TV show? For me, it's always been Family Feud until I came to the realization that Supermarket Sweep was a thing. Yes. Oh, you know, that's- I, no, I I had never seen it before before they before they showed it on Netflix. I did, I never knew it was a thing, and I I, I always went to the grocery store with my mom, like as as a kid growing up. So like I started I watched the the one season they put up on Netflix with Rachel, and now I'm like I can it's do dope. That. I can do it's that. It's dope as hell. <sighs> it's very it's very it's a very sexist show compared Dude, to the, the outfits are legit though. <laughs> Oh, man, was that late? That's late 80s or early 90s. I remember catching it very young. One thousand percent, definitely, probably anywhere from 89 to like 92. Yeah, yeah uh, no, it was it was it was middle it was middle late 90s, I think. Oh, <sighs> I just, I remember they, watching they it as a small child. They had a whole bunch of seasons, so it, yeah. it probably started early 90s, but it went to like mid, almost to like 2001, I believe. Yeah, 2001. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think Family Feud or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, something uh, cerebral, something you know, trivia based. Because I, there's no athletic thing I could do, and I didn't want to be on a reality TV show because fuck y'all, I don't want y'all knowing about my private life, even though I'm literally hosting a podcast. But anyway, Just make it up, make up your <laughs> private life. Like, yeah, Morgan could have been on like a Jersey Shore. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Tequila night on Jersey Shore. Every night is tequila night on Jersey Shore. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man. Okay, Morgan, what is your favorite book? What? I have no clue. Okay, well, what are two or three? But okay, if we don't include series, because right. I also don't want to give a lot of credit to Harry Potter because J.K. Rowling is a sack of shit, but mm-hmm. um. Uh, I really liked Parks of Being a Wallflower. Um, I really like um, Night by Ellie Weissel. I'm probably not saying that correctly. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's really hard. What What about in like high school? Did any of them stand out to you in high school? I mean, Perks of Being a Wallflower is one I read in high school. I read that okay. in ninth grade. Right. Okay. Uh, Stephen, how about you? I, I like a lot of books. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, just to be kind of cliche with it but like for me it was it was harry potter but it was specifically the goblet of fire it was, was oh, a great one 
I think before Deathly Hallows came out, that was my favorite. But Deathly Hallows is definitely now my favorite. Interesting. Mine was Azkaban. And oh, then... Azkaban is great. That's the worst one. What? Yeah. Three, right? We're thinking the right one. It's number three, right? So we talked yeah. about earlier about things that you just immediately <laughs> would write off a person. That's one of them right there. When someone's <laughs> like, the prisoner of Azkaban sucked as a book, done. Done deal. Uh, uh, Azkaban. It has, a, it has a giant plot hole in it. Oh, what up. is the plot hole? Time Are you on the time Lord. turner? Okay, wait, no, okay. This is valid based upon Steven's standards. By the way, sorry, side note, and I don't mean to do a sidebar, but Steven, I just watched all of the uh, X-Men series. Well, I'm trying to finish the Phoenix one or whatever. Oh, the um, movies? Yeah, the movies. Not the, not the TV shows, the movies. No, the movies. I have not done the TV show. Yeah, there but was yeah, an animated have, TV show. Do you show. like those? Because that's time. Oh, he hate me and me and Steven got Wait. into like this long drawn out argument about Days of Future Past. Yeah, there's there's one specific movie that that completely obliterates the entire series, but other than that, it doesn't. It I don't think it it suggests time travel because they made an alternate timeline. Yeah, they made an alternate timeline out of that movie, and now I don't know what's. We don't have time for this. What's forward, backwards, <laughs> up? I, you know. Dude, Thank you. I'm confused too. Sorry, I had to ask. I had to ask. Okay. No, okay. So b- b- real quick, my thing with that movie was. <laughs> Was that the movie should have ended about halfway through because they're 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 showing like in the future they're showing this this thing where like they're all they're all like you know like trying to keep Wolverine alive and like the little like yeah thing and, but it, none of it mattered none of it actually mattered because they were always gonna get there right the movie was irrelevant because uh, that, that's that's uh, how the rest of listen. the films came about because they were successful in that movie. And Jennifer Lawrence sucked as Mystique, but that's just a whole other thing. Any, any, any listeners who are curious, uh, the three of us will be back on later on at some point to do an episode on Avengers Endgame because I am currently talking to the only people I know who did not love that movie. Awful. That movie is a sack of shit. Awful movie. Oh thank God. you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot believe... I literally was in that theater like this essentially is just a whole bunch of men jerking off into one bowl and they're going to pour their cum on someone. I, I don't even know like how, how can you be – how you were given this amazing gift of a movie, this culmination of 10 years, this, this artistry and y'all both. Steven artistry. Was, Artistry, Stephen. Stephen, you're more. I I understood, and we had a whole thing about that. But you, Morgan, I just don't even. Let's move on because we don't have time. For this. <laughs> but we will talk about this. Maybe we might do like a mini episode where we just talk about that movie because I really want to hash it out with at least you, Morgan. Stephen, not Take so your much. Blood I know pressure we medication before that because I definitely yeah. gonna have to find some for that. I get heated <laughs> about that shit. Okay, Morgan. Uh, what is your favorite pair of shoes? Either you currently own or have owned at one point. Yeah, hands down, I have a pair of red high-top Converse that I used to wear to every single concert that I went to. Oh, yeah. Steven, how about you? These gray Adidas. Adidas. Adidas, yeah. Nice. Uh, I think mine uh, are definitely still my Air Force Ones. I need to get a new pair. I keep saying I need to get a new pair, but money's tight right now, so I can't really buy uh, spend $100 on a pair of sneakers right now. So, uh, But, yeah, my Air Force Ones, I think, are the most comfortable shoes I've ever owned. Um, go Nike. Uh, okay, next question. Oh, I'm really curious about this, Morgan, because you have a thing with your nose. You have this keen sense of smell. That always amazed me, especially when we lived together. I was like, "How the fuck does she know? How can how can she pick it up sucks. on this shit?" 
It sucks real bad. Ben's mom is the same way, though. That woman has a nose. Okay, so Morgan, what is your favorite smell or scent? Um, I really love the smell of clean laundry. Oh, that's uh, a good one. I mean, it's popular. They have the spray for it, so, you know, the air freshener yeah. have that scent. Yeah. Anything else? That and my great-grandmother, Monkey, whenever she would make gumbo, whenever I would oh. go in her house and smell her gumbo. Good call. Yeah. How about you, how about you, Stephen? Favorite smell or scent? Perfume, Victoria's Secret, love potion. <laughs> Damn, you got specific with it. <laughs> exactly no, what it is. That one is specifically. I swear, someone created that. Like they use time travel probably for that specific perfume to make it be the one that men want. Like that is the one girls get. Maybe I re- maybe I would recognize it if I came into contact with it, but I, d- I don't know what that yeah. smells like off the top of my head. You would. Uh, mine is uh, more culinary. Uh, mine is bacon. My favorite smell is bacon. I do. I love it. Like my, I remember when I had my brother on. He's like, but then when you cook bacon, that smell just lingers in your apartment or like your your kitchen for a while. I'm like, yeah, I love leaving, coming back and be like, oh yeah, I cooked bacon like a day ago. Oh man, I love. I need some more bacon. Let's cook some. Just more bacon. save the grease and make like a candle out of it. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. That seems a little <laughs> seems a little far, but. Uh, Okay, uh, okay, Morgan. You can only watch TV shows or movies for the rest of your life. What would you pick? Done deal movies. Oh, right there, right there. Stephen, how about you? TV shows, always TV shows. The last why longer? I can tell you, Morgan. He has to be able to watch the final season of House of Cards at a moment's notice. He has to be able to just pick me. He watches that as a pick me up. That last season, that's all about Claire. He just wants to watch that to be like, I love this woman so much. That's why he picked TV shows. What are you talking about? I never finished that show. I couldn't do it. All right. Good. Okay. Uh, see, I gotta. My thing is very simple. I have to be able to watch the Star Wars movies. Like, I, if you told me I love TV shows, there are a lot, several TV shows I love, but I was like, I have to be able to uh, the Star Wars movies. And seeking a friend. Oh, and seeking a friend. I'm gonna watch that. I wanted to watch it last week. But I was busy or was watching basketball instead. But I was like, man, I'm going to watch that again soon because I love that movie. And that's why my Eternal Sunshine, I wouldn't be able yeah. to not have that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with Steven first on this one because I love this question. This is one of the favorite, my favorite questions I've ever come up with. Uh, Steven, I know you hate time travel, but just <laughs> go play along. Go with it. Steven, you get to use a time machine. When and where would you go? But you have to stay there. For no more or less than three days. Um, to the writing table of X Men: Days of Future's <laughs> Past. Don't do it. You're fucking making a mistake. <laughs> no. Um. I don't know. I, I. I don't. I don't think I have a. I. I know. I know. I know what. Like what range of period? Like I. I think would be, okay. would be awesome to go back to, but I don't think I have a specific like three like specific three days that i would go to but i think anytime during that 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 summer from like summer of 2013 all the way up till like the end of the year oh, anywhere yeah. that that six month period i think would be would be really nice to go back to those and, were i i i sorry to cut you off there but like uh i that 2013 was actually one of the worst years of my life like i felt like i don't know if y'all were aware but i was very i was struggling a lot uh right out of college like i didn't know what to do with my life and i was stuck working at that store and i was miserable uh but the only good thing about 
that year was spending as much time as I could with y'all. That was like the best part of it. Um, I, I, I totally feel where you're coming from on that one. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Morgan? Is there anywhere else you would want to go? You have to stay there at least three days though. That would be mine. If, if I wanted to go somewhere that would like make me happy and not sad, leaving it would be that. Or if not, it would definitely be like going before granddaddy died. Mm. So you, it seems like both of y'all's answers are more personal. Is there anything more like tourist wise or like, see, I want to go, I would want to go to the future. Like I would want to go like a hundred years from now or 200 years from now if we're still oh, around no. and just see what, see what's going on then. Absolutely not. Same. I'm not a future person either. But like, is there anywhere in the past, like you've always been like, oh, the Roman period or oh, like feudal Japan or oh, you know, turn of the, like 1950s, like, oh, I can go look at this. Like you go see the Beatles, yeah. Morgan. All playing back when America was great. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm good. I have a couple of answers. One would be like, if I could be one of the people that like found I don't know. I don't want to say King Tut because that's cursed, but like a mummy um, or, you know, before Adam Driver met his wife and I could just actually be here <laughs> at Juilliard um, or I don't know, the 80s or 90s being like a teenager yeah. during that time or something would be cool. OK, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know why yeah. I would want to go. I don't Why? Why would you want to go so far back compared to like all the things that we have now? I just don't. And that's why I would go to the future, because I want to see what's coming. My thing is more back at that time, though, there was a lot more like the things that we that we just talked about, like we liked being able to have time and like hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. And that was more 80s and 90s, because I mean, shit, you didn't have shit to do during the summer. You just went outside and came back at dark. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I see. I just. I have no interest in the past. Like, I don't want to go back to any time where they didn't have, like, penicillin readily available or, like, you know, <laughs> electricity or some shit. But, like, I would want to go to the future. I want to see, like, like if you had told someone 50 years ago what we're doing right now over the internet on a laptop, you know, recording a thing to release a podcast that people download on their personal cell phones. Like, that would blow their fucking mind. But I'm more curious about, like, 100 years from now what would blow my fucking mind? Like, what is the next thing? Like, that's, um, that's what I'm curious about. Okay. We can move on. I I guess, I guess I could see that. Like if I was going to a time period that I knew I wouldn't be alive for. Yeah. But like, I I would, I would hate to go like 20 years in the future knowing where I'm going to be at. And then come. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want that either. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go with any time that I would expect my own be alive, but like, yeah, that's why I said like 150 years, maybe 200 years be like, see what's, crack a lacking going on there again if we're alive who the fuck knows 2020 this could be the start of something that inevitably ends with our own downfall but who knows trying to remain optimistic might not even make it okay (laughs) okay uh morgan what would you rather be an olympic gold medalist or a nobel prize winner and for what nobel prize winner okay um something probably related to some type of like crime thing like <laughs> i don't know um i don't know some type of like Later, i really don't know maybe like nobel prize for chemistry you come up with a new csi thing or i, I don't know i'm trying to, i'm grasping a straw i don't know i kind of like you know like in dexter how like he had those blood slides and like i, I don't know just something like that something creepy 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stephen, to you, what would you rather be, an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Prize winner? And for whatever you picked, what would you want it to be? obvious answer for me. I'm curious what you guys think it is. Uh, Olympic gold medal, U.S. men's basketball. Morgan? I say Olympic gold medalist, but I'm trying to figure out for what. Maybe it's like luge or something nuts or like curling. <laughs> so no, I would, I'd want to be. I'd want to be an Olympic gold medalist for swimming. Oh, oh I was thinking that I really was. Yeah, you swam. Oh my yeah. god, his amazing photos of him as a kiddo. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I would. I'd. I'd love to be. Being Michael Phelps would be awesome. You'd be better than Michael Phelps. That'd be cool. I just thought that you like basketball more than swimming. I mean, no, I, he was a swimmer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a swimmer. I'm not a basketball player. If, I, if I could get away with being an Olympic gold medalist at a basketball team at, at my size and what I am, sure. But that ain't gonna work. But I think I could be a swimmer. What, uh, what are y'all thinking for me? I've already said my answer, so y'all might have heard it already. And if you've listened to previous episodes, but what do y'all think for me? Can you win a Can you win a Nobel Prize for being a writer? Yeah, literature. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's probably what you'd want to do. Morgan, I would go for that too, or maybe I don't know. Maybe you would want to actually go inside Michael Jordan's body and like be <laughs> a basketball player, like Space Jam actually happened to you. <laughs> actually, you're both wrong. I would want to be Olympic gold medalist in U.S. men's soccer. Like, I would want to be a part of the team that won a gold medal for, like, the first gold medal in, like, this whole country's history when it comes to soccer. I'd want to do that because, like, that'll – like, I really think the first people that win a World Cup or a gold medal in men's soccer for this country will be, like, huge. Like, I think they will be historic because, like that, – that's, that's a lot of running. I mean, I'm not saying I'd be good at it. I'm, I'm imagining, like, I would be gifted with some natural ability to play soccer, but that's what I would want to do. I'd want to be historic, like, like that. David yeah. Beckham is shaking from that comment. <laughs> probably not even going to be alive for that. Yeah, probably not. Uh, okay, guys, wrapping up. Last question. Uh, Morgan, you know, five years from now, ten years from now, however far you want to project, what do you hope we all learn from what's happened this year? Um, man, that's, that's a loaded one. Um, I honestly don't know. I have a lot of things that I want to spew out. One, uh, don't pick a man that's orange and a tiny penis to run your country. Uh, two, um, you can, you can pick an orange guy or a dude with a tiny penis. You can't have both. (laughs) No. It, it ruins it. 2020 happens. Um, and honestly, listen to healthcare professionals whenever they're saying, hey, don't be a dick and spread this to other people who might not be able to have the choice to survive this. I don't know. I really don't know. I have a lot of things that I, I wouldn't want to happen. But yeah, those are we good. could probably do a whole hour just on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we will at the end of the year when I do like a group episode with several different guests like I've done in the past. Maybe after like 2020 ends, I'll talk about like, hey, what do you what 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 stood out for you this year? So maybe down the line. <laughs> what stood out? Sorry, yeah, right. uh, Stephen. What do you what do you hope we all learn from this year in the in the um, near future? Well, I I hope that everybody and I and I I think everybody will uh, just be more aware of their personal hygiene. Just just in just in general, um, like I don't. I even if we go back to normal, like I I don't think 
a lot of those, like, you know, the, the clear plexiglass, like, protectors in some ways. Like, I, I, a lot of that, I don't, I don't think that's going to go away. I think that a lot of that stuff's going to stay, and I hope that, that, that people just try to be a, just a little more cleanly in, in general. Maybe, maybe we can get lucky and not have another outbreak. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, uh, my answer, as I've said on previous episodes, is I really hope we all learn. Like, I feel like our culture is a very fiercely individualistic, and, and I think our sense of community has uh, suffered for that. But I really hope that we all learn uh, how much we need each other and how dependent we all are on each other. Because it feels like what this is very revealed is one segment of the economy or one sector of the economy tanks it affects other sectors of the economy. And if they start to tank, it trickles down and it's a domino effect. And I just think that if we want to get out of this, if we want this thing to go away, we all have to realize that we all have a part to do. And I really think that that's really what I hope. It's probably naive to think that we'll come out of this thinking this, but I, I just, I really hope that we all learn how much we need each other and how dependent we all are on each other and how we all have a role to play and we all do our part. Probably not, but that's, that's my answer. Yeah. Man. All right. Uh, well, it's late. Uh, this will be going out Wednesday, the uh, 26th. Uh, thank you both for being on. I know both of you are always eager to do this, and I love spending time with you. And I love. I really like that we did this on video. I'm probably going to do this going forward, and this yeah. has been really fun. I was very nervous at first, but I, I passed. That phase passed. Like I'm kind of settled into this video thing. Uh, fuck, five years in, and I'm still getting nervous doing this. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, but thank you both for doing this. I love you both. Everyone listening, please like, subscribe, share. Reach out to us. We love feedback on this on this pod. We love hearing about fan favorites. And if a guest deserves to be slapped uh, or not. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, I hope you caught that reference. Uh, yeah. uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, take care of yourselves out there. Uh, Morgan, I love you. I'll probably call you or you'll call me randomly on like Wednesday or Thursday for like a 10 minute question that turns into a two hour phone call. Steven, uh, I mean, we talk every day in the group chat at least, or, you know, just whatever. So I love you both. And I hope you have a great night. Give my love to Amelia and Ben and give my love to Rachel. And I guess I'll see y'all in November. Ooh. Yeah, probably not until November. Jesus. I know. But I saw y'all a month ago. So that was fun. Yeah. Was that a month ago? Yeah, it was Fourth of July. What? I don't even know what month it is. It'll be September soon, like Labor Day. I fucking oh. forgot Labor Day's in two weeks. I just know I have a test on Thursday. That's it. Well, good luck on your test, and I hope you all have a great rest of your night. And uh, thank you for doing this. I love you both. All right, bud. I'm Jim. Oh, I love you. Bye. Bye. Good night, guys. give emmy a hug and a kiss real quick give me one second all right oh shit surprise cameo from fucking ben Cassin. what's going on say something for the crowd man okay Uh, psg can suck a fat dick you fuck you in that kit you're wearing just saying
Just throwing that out there for you guys. We're here talking about some adult things, and you're going to talk about some bullshit match that you only won one one nil. Oh, right. You know, unlike all of those other important matches that were decided by one goal. You said the text message we were going to be – you said PSG was going to get demolished. One nil is not demolished, sir. A victory is a victory. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, all right. Now it's win by one, win by 100. Okay, I get it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, you know, we won the treble also, you know, so. <laughs> Bye, Ben.